1: I'm Steve Latart, STP auto expert and former crew chief. I know what it takes to keep engines performing at their best. STP's latest breakthrough additive, STP Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner Plus Fuel Stabilizer, delivers three times the amount of cleaning agents versus premium gasoline and helps keep fuel fresh during storage. For over 60 years, STP has been on the cutting edge developing products to help engines run better, longer. One bottle contains three times by weight the amount of cleaning agents compared to 20 gallons of the leading premium gasoline. Hi, so before we get started, just a brief explanation. This is a quasi-bonus episode of the NASCAR and NBC podcast presented by STP. Team Penske, of course, has teams in NASCAR and IndyCar, but it also has a supercars team based in Australia that it became part of a few years ago. And this season, one of Penske's Ford Falcon drivers is the points leader in that series through 18 races. Scott McLaughlin has six wins, 11 podiums and 13 pole positions this year heading into this weekend's race at Bathurst which is essentially the Daytona 500 of the supercar series. Scott was at the Watkins Glen race in August to check out his Penske teammates in NASCAR and I was offered the chance to speak with him so I thought it'd be fun to hear about how a racing series with full-bodied cars works on the other side of the world. So I hope you enjoy this and we'll return with another episode on Wednesday with Alex Bowman. But for now, here's a look into the world of supercars. Welcome to the NASCAR NBC podcast presented by STP. I'm your host, Nate Ryan. Again today in the Watkins Glen International Media Center and joined today by a international visitor, Scott McLaughlin, who drives in the V8 Supercar Series for Team Penske. Now, I've been told it's actually just supercars in yeah, Australia, Yes, supercars right? now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it's still, uh, I still call it V8 Supercars. So super, okay. All right. So that's okay. Right. Well, thanks for joining us, no, Scott. Nice, I really appreciate you. you being here. So you're here to show support for your stateside teammates, yep. uh, and NASCAR for Team Penske.
0: Yeah, I've been a big fan this weekend. I'm here with my uh, my girlfriend and her family, and and we, we took the opportunity. They're from New York, and we drove five hours uh, upstate to, to Watkins Glen, and it's pretty special, you know, I like to come here and, uh, you know, cheer on cheer on the guys that, you know, some of them I haven't met, and to meet all the team today and, and see that they understand, you know, what we do and, and, and where we're at is, uh, is pretty cool, and um, it's a great feeling for someone, you know, a little guy from down under. <laughs>
1: now, is your first NASCAR race, or did I hear
0: you've been it's, to it's, been, okay. it's my second one, but it's my okay. first one as a Team Penske driver. Okay, what was your first NASCAR uh, race? New Hampshire in 2014. It was actually when Joey got taken out by Morgan Shepherd out of all places, <laughs> so it was, um, it, was a, it was a pretty funny thing.
1: And that was... Before you were affiliated with Penske, yeah, though. yeah, I was
0: a full fan. I'm a, I'm still a full fan now, but I'm just probably got a little bit more connections. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, let's talk about your career. You're 24 years old. You drive the number 17 Ford FGX Falcon mm-hmm. for DJR Team Penske, and you just joined that team this year. This year, yeah, that's okay. my first
0: year of uh, DJR Team Penske,
1: and you're off to a smashing debut. I understand we're going good. Yeah, we've uh, got 11 out of the 16 poles, so six
0: wins, um, and, and we're leading the championship now by 129 points. So. It's it's going really good, and I've really felt you know very comfortable with the team. You know, on, not only here but uh, in Australia too. Like the 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 camaraderie between everyone's fantastic, and you can see why you know you know Penske's got so much respect.
1: And this is your second season in Supercars.
0: No, no, no. I've I've raced in Supercars for this my fifth full time season. Oh, fifth. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But I was I was. Uh, yeah, obviously it's a little. It's my best season yet to date. So, right, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: So you started as a teenager. Yeah, I did. Wow, I did. Okay. So
0: I was I was young, um, and and I started with a team called Gary Rogers Motorsports, and uh, they take on a lot of good guys, a lot of young guys come up through the ranks there, and um, yeah, I ended up uh, you know meeting Roger and and stuff a few actually in 2014 i messaged him uh messaged tim just in my details and you know from that point on we've always kept in contact and then you know last year the phone call rang for for a drive with them and obviously i didn't uh look back twice <laughs> not many people say no when roger penske calls
1: and says nah. he's offering you a, a ride in a race team right? and
0: you, in australia he's huge you know it's you know exactly who he is and and what he's done and i was always a big indycar fan nascar as well but um knew exactly what he's been able to achieve and um yeah it's pretty exciting to be able to you know wear the team fancy sweater and uh and you know drive for him is bloody cool
1: you are the youngest winner in the history of the series right yep right. yeah yeah yeah. congratulations yeah, yeah. on Thank you. that where was that that to was you? uh
0: 2013 uh, actually my home race in new zealand i'm actually originally from new zealand um but i've lived in australia for 14 years but it was cool to go home my first ever race at home as a full-time uh, supercars driver and you know, got the win there, and that was that was something pretty special.
1: It's a relatively new series, Supercars. It's been around for what about twenty something years. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: has Yeah, it's um, very new, uh, but it's it's evolving every year. It's you know, it's in a really good spot at the moment. It's probably you know not as um, massive as NASCAR is in, in America, but
1: it's definitely got that that way about it for how small our population is compared to america so it's uh, pretty cool where would you say scott that racing ranks on the hierarchy of uh, professional sports in australia
0: we're third behind uh afl which is our nfl mm-hmm. and uh and cricket which is like our baseball so um we we uh we punch above our weight i think we've got a lot of fans um you know we, we, we're obviously in the like our, our, our races are televised in the mainstream media all that sort of stuff so it's it's pretty cool and um, it, it's definitely going from strength to strength, especially when you get someone like Roger Pensky in here with the team. It's um, it's a pretty uh, it, everyone starts taking notice, especially you know people see a lot more Penske truck rentals are going around, and it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. Now
1: he expanded into Australia. He started this team in part because he was expanding his dealership footprint over there, correct?
0: Yeah, it was. It's it's obviously he has a lot of motorsport all his motorsport you know helps his business and Mm -hmm. obviously he bought a massive over in Australia and uh, you know we do a lot of stuff with PR and stuff to help his brands and, and, and help his associations with businesses and Yeah, it was a massive thing for him to get in the supercars.
1: But definitely when when we heard he was coming in, it was was, was an awesome thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Adds to the prestige of of the brand there. And uh, what I've heard, Scott, about supercars, somebody was describing it to me uh, this weekend as as kind of a blend between NASCAR and IndyCar. Obviously, you guys have... You guys race full-bodied sedans, mm-hmm. yep. which are Ford, Nissan, Volvo, yep. or other manufacturers, and I, think, I believe it's the Chevrolet. Yeah, Chevrolet, or Holden, oh, yeah, the Holden. Is, right. yeah, yeah, So uh, essentially, you have the, the stock car bar- bodies, but you guys don't race ovals. It's all no, it's all road course and street tracks.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so we're a little bit less horsepower than an NASCAR. About mm-hmm. I think we've got seven hundred, and you guys are about eight hundred or something like that. So for us, it's I think Ambrose best described it to me. We're, we're probably we are we're like a we're like an IndyCar. Like compared to an NASCAR in some ways, how it drives. Yeah. Um, we're built to drive on road courses, where the, these guys are not so much. So, I think if you took our
1: cars and put on an oval, it'd look pretty bad. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're they're engineered to brake and turn on a are, and, and hit and curves left and, right, and all that curves. sort of stuff. They're, they're,
0: they're great cars, and yeah. um, you know, I think you know anyone that would go over and drive one, you know, Joey Brad, if they ever got the opportunity, like that, they, they would love it. It would be really cool.
1: You mentioned just now, uh, Ambrose. Yeah, obviously he is uh, well known to American racing fans especially NASCAR racing fans that's Marcos Ambrose who is a two-time supercar champion and then yep. came to America and of course ran in the Xfinity Series and Cup Series for several years was very successful at this track yeah, Did you were you following that from afar and it uh, sounds like you have a, a friendship with him yeah
0: absolutely I was very close to Marcus. Um, you know he he was uh, the main guy that actually gave me Tim Sendrick's contact to, to email oh, okay. about yeah he was the one that back in 2014 said you know if you want to get in with Penske this is a guy you want to speak to and uh yeah it was um it was pretty pretty cool thing um you know then when he went back to race in australia um obviously we would watched a lot of the stuff over here he came back to race with penske in australia and and again that he really put the foot in the door for me once he sort of decided he didn't want to race anymore mm-hmm. um he said you know like to tim and roger he said you know this guy's going okay you know have a look at him and you know, i can't think of him enough for what he did for me and um it's a it's a pretty special thing to be able to see what he where, you know be at a track where I've seen him you know I, when I was watching on at 4am in Australia were you watching uh, the yeah yeah the it was pretty, we always <laughs> definitely I watched it a lot more when he was racing in regards to the, the, the road course um, one it was a yeah, pretty unbelievable when he was t- taking the win, in massive news in Australia.
1: So Sonoma and Watkins Glen NASCAR weekends in Australia during the last several years, those were like must-watch. It at was four AM in the morning. Yeah, a yeah. lot of a lot of heartbreak, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of heartbreak, especially when yeah.
0: he switched that that engine off going up the hill at Sonoma. Yeah, I remember <laughs> um, that. Yeah. But uh, it, it was something that's um yeah it was was very cool
1: what's that like for the australian racing community to to see somebody go abroad because i don't know i know there have been some successes i guess in Mm -hmm. formula one Mm -hmm. from the country but but, yeah mark one certainly that must give you guys a lot of sense of pride yeah
0: absolutely and it's um I, i mean it puts belief in you that you know that People can make it in the world stage and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I'm I'm very happy in Australia. I'm doing the job for Penske and supercars, and that's my main focus. But I'd love to get over here and 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 you know, seen Marcus do that a few years ago. It definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, puts belief that you can do that from little little old Australia down, down under. We can we can get it done. So. Yeah,
1: and you're from New Zealand. Yep. So of course, when we think of New Zealand, this country, we think Scott Dixon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ice
0: <yeah>, <laughs> man. Yeah, he's, hey, Scott's a really good friend of mine. Like he's a he's a really cool uh, guy and someone that again, you look up to a guy like that. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. Did you did you follow like, similar paths to what he took or what Ambrose took to? Kind yeah, of get where yeah. You I was
0: go karts and then I basically jumped straight into a supercar when I was 16 years old. So uh, they went Formula the Ford and a few other things where i was always focused on being a supercar driver um Mm -hmm. and then and then took notice of nascar and stuff uh you know when i was just when i sort of entered you know supercar ranks and stuff and you know because obviously you relate a lot more to the cars and stuff when you when you are driving something similar so um it was it was
1: pretty uh pretty cool to see what's the appeal scott of of the supercar the full-bodied experience when when you've got like a mark webber who's excelling an open wheel on on f1 stage or scott dixon same thing at indy 500 and over here in in indy car series what appealed to you the most you said supercars was always your path what what was it about them um i just there's another guy greg
0: murphy he didn't ever come to australia to america but Uh um he he was a a a hero of mine because he was from new zealand and he did really well in supercars and so i i I just i was i had a beeline for supercars all i wanted to do was just be there and and, and be able to be successful. Yeah, I think that that was it. Like, it was just something that you grew up watching. It's like anyone, you know, you grow up... If you're in America, you grow up watching NASCAR and that's what you want to be or, or whatever, so... It was, it was, yeah, definitely probably half the reason why.
1: Is it something about the fender banging experience as yeah, well? Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I mean, and I'm also, I'm not the smallest cat in the, in the world either. <laughs> so to, for me to fit an open wheel was going to be a little bit harder. But um, uh, yeah, I definitely loved the, you know, being able to not rip a corner off and be door-to-door action and, and nose-to-tail, all that sort of stuff. And now, you know, these days, it's very similar to NASCAR. We can take air off people and, and you know, make them loose and whatever. And that's uh,
1: that's really fun. It's really cool. So even though it's a relatively, young series Scott when I was doing some research about supercars I noticed that it seems as if the last seven five to seven years mm-hmm. there's been a, a lot of significant change in terms of the cars themselves. Yeah,
0: yeah. so we we went to a Car of the Future chassis um, in in 2013 and that, that basically is you know everyone runs the same shell um, and it's mm-hmm. just different and I opened up the you know the brands you know Nissan and, and all that sort of stuff to come in and and you know put their own bodywork on it and their own engine. Um, but the, you know now they've dropped the V8 from the supercars name and that allows now for us to, you know, potentially, you know, Nissan can run their GTR engine or, 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 you know, a V6 turbo or something like that. So Holden at the moment are developing, Holden which is Chevrolet are developing a uh, V6 turbo at the moment. Um, it's not the most popular thing in the, in the world and in, in the fans at the moment but yeah. um, it's the way of the future and I think it's the only way, you know, we can sort of survive it, especially in Australia with evolving with what the, you know, global sort of uh, car brands are doing i definitely love my v8 at heart though that's that, that's a hard thing
1: and fans do as well like eight cylinders there's nothing and like the that. sound and yeah. you know it's,
0: it's 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 very similar to nascar you know loud and and noises and we do a lot of flat shifting so you know it's popping and banging and, and yeah. it's it's really cool
1: you said the horsepower numbers are what
0: we're, we're about 650 in our yeah. horsepower, horsepower range and you guys obviously a little bit more but we make up a lot of our time in the corners yeah. So we've quite uh, built a lot, like I said, a lot more for the road courses.
1: How does that change, I guess, or evolve as you as maybe things move toward the turbo and the V6? Is it? Gonna I think be the to chassis
0: stuff on? will be all, all very similar, um, but yeah, it's going to you know working understanding turbos and you know when they you know when they come on the lag all that sort of stuff. So it's it's very complicated for me, and that's why we've got some very smart engineers. <laughs> but yeah. I, I uh, you know I think you know it's. Like I said, I think it's what's needed for the category, but it's probably not the most popular thing at the moment.
1: Well, you know, it's something that we can relate to on this side of the pond as well, because NASCAR has gone through some some changes as well in terms of car design. They're already looking now at their, their next iteration, probably mm-hmm. the next two to four years. It's going to be more technologically based, and obviously there's a lot of talk about you know, how autonomous cars are going to mm. change things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it sort of predates you a little bit, but that era where supercars kind of moved into a new realm category, did they sample the fans a lot? Was it consulting of teams because I know costs are part of it too how How did that work?
0: I think they they consulted a lot of the manufacturers mm-hmm. um you know the future ones that possibly would be interested in coming in so that was you know your mazda Nissan um all that sort of stuff so I think they were interested in you know the only way we're going to be able to join is if we can relate this back to our, what we sell on yeah. the on the road and uh especially these days v8s aren't really you know they don't sell them as much as they used to so um, yeah that they had to relate that back to the manufacturer and um, I think they've done a good job in regards to trying to you know allow more manufacturers to come into the sport um, but like yeah you've you've always always you got to remember that we're an entertainment business and yeah. at the end of the day it's uh, you know the fans are what the backbone of the sport so they've got to listen to them too and I think they are they, they yeah. definitely are but it's um you know it's 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 trying to find a happy medium between the two and make everyone happy.
1: Has it changed uh, the dynamics of the the competition as well from the driving perspective, Scott? Because it seems as if, and you know, obviously Marcos had his success prior to those changes mm-hmm. and then came back, I know in 2015 yep. and retired and just sort of said, Hey, I I don't really have this Doesn't anymore. Wait, yeah, yeah. Was it just, was that kind of it? That the I cars think he, changed so yeah, the cars have
0: changed so much. Yeah. So the, the cars compared to when he was there and, and, and now, and especially the tightness of the categories completely changed too. It's a lot more competitive, you mm-hmm. know, between um, everyone. And, um, you know, if you, if you uh, qualify, you know, down the back, you're like, it's a, it's a tough, tough gig, very much like here. So, I think for him, you know, the, the the cars are definitely a lot different, and and it sucks a little bit because I actually was really excited to race him and 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 be yeah. able to go against him, but I can understand what he's feeling, and and you know, he doesn't want to look like a dill either, so it's, it's it was a hard <laughs> it was a hard thing.
1: Yeah, understood. What does it take to run a car on the edge now with a supercar?
0: Well, for me at the moment, I found a lot of my speed to be you know to have a very twitchy car, very uh, on edge. I drive the car a lot with the rear, I've, uh, and so I uh, you know like tipping the car in and, and feeling it on edge and, and I think you've got to, to be at the limit and, and to get the speed out of the car you need to be able to do that and flow the car and um, I guess it's, it's kind of like an oval where you know loose is fast you know at the mm-hmm. end of the day and it, but it's not necessarily fast for the race but you know we've got to try and work out a way to you know tune it up to make it faster in the race but if you can qualify well get up the front you know half your job's done and you just got to get that
1: started and get away Okay let's pause the podcast here to tell you about a product from our presenting sponsor STP and that is the Ultra 5 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner and Fuel Stabilizer. For more than 60 years, STP has been on the cutting edge developing products such as this to help engines perform at their best. In this newest product, the STP Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner and Fuel Stabilizer delivers three times the amount of cleaning agents versus premium gasoline. That helps keep fuel fresh during storage especially in engines that are stored over an extended period of time. I've used products such as these for years in my personal cars. They're very easy to use. You just put the contents in the gas tank and they improve fuel efficiency and also keep your engines running smoothly. The STP Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner and Fuel Stabilizer is compatible with all two and four-stroke engines including lawnmowers, boats, and motorcycles. And one bottle contains three times by weight the amount of cleaning agents compared to 20 gallons of the leading premium gasoline. So be sure to check out the STP Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner and Fuel Stabilizer. And now let's return to our conversation with Scott McLaughlin. Not only is there a diversity of manufacturers that, that you talked about Scott I know that also in terms of the race lengths and the formats it mm-hmm. seems like you guys have a lot of diversity there as well there's three different types of races I yeah guess. there's
0: is a supersprint uh, super street and then you've got the endurance races so we have uh, the endurance races is a two driver and that's coming up in uh, October September October um, so there's two drivers I have a, a driver that comes over and he races with me. Um, so you got to put a lot of trust in another person, um, and those races are also double points, so they are massive to your championship. Then you got obviously your Super Street, which is you know two two hundred and fifty k races, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, and we both qualify on the two, and then our super sprints are, are you know same deal with two races, but we've got like a. Uh, a small race on the Saturday and a, and a longer race on the Sunday. We've both qualified on each day, so it's a similar format. But it's it's um, obviously you know the the racing you know spices up when you're on a street track, and the super sprint is probably more for your your rural tracks. You know stuff that you know is not as popular, but. Um, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I think with the pit stops and stuff, they've really got a cool thing going on. A um, lot different to what you guys run here. Like we're we're only one nut and. Um, oh really? Yeah, okay. there's yeah. there's the air jack stands. It's not. Yeah, it's very, uh, very probably more
1: more like Formula One or no yeah, a lot car, more like Indycar. that. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. okay. lot more, very much like IndyCar. Is there a format that you prefer?
0: Look uh, I love being in control, so let's go the longest super street format. So I I, I don't really like seeing my car driven by someone else.
1: <laughs> yeah, it must be difficult. Yeah, now, like,
0: is that is that the Bath
1: race? That, yeah, the Bathurst. Bathurst. Okay, bathurst. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's
0: the uh, that's our biggest race. It's like mm-hmm. the uh, the Charlotte Six Hundred, you know, it, like or the Daytona Five Hundred, uh, you know. But the length is like you know the Charlotte Six Hundred. It's a it's a massive race. Um, you know, six hour odd. You know, time and, and and for some reason something always weird happens there and and, and it, it's uh <laughs> well know. I
1: think over six hours you would expect like yeah. something's gonna go wrong no right? but yeah. some of the stuff that happens is really weird <laughs> so, um, it's, give me an example like, oh, I, the ju- I just
0: well, there was a red flag um, for the track breaking up and it was it was like the whole race stopped for like an hour so I've never had that before we like like, you guys obviously have that a fair bit to clean up stuff, but we, we never really have red flags and all that sort of stuff. And it was one of those things was only at Bathurst. And then we're finishing, <laughs> and it was getting really dark at night. And, you know, we didn't think we were going to finish on time. And it was. Eh. There's a lot of
1: different I could talk about this all night. Like Bathurst yeah. is just Bathurst and uh <laughs> it's really weird. And you said you share the car there. How long does the the co-driver get a stint for? Yeah, so
0: he has to do about 55 laps. So that's uh, you know probably an hour and a half in the okay. car and then I I'll jump back in, but we split that over time obviously. You know driver fatigue comes in and all there's uh you know for strategy wise, it's better to have me in the car. Sometimes when I'm I'm up against the other co-drivers, so it you know I can get a little bit of track position back here and there or whatever. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's um it's it's really cool and um it, yeah. It, it's something that's um it's very unique and the super sprint format you described so that's sort of like a double header Saturday Sunday it race is. yeah okay. yeah
0: so it's very similar to what you guys are doing today where you qualify just before the race and okay then race in the afternoon and um, but we do that you know of a uh, so on the on the Saturday it's only you only need to change two tires and then on the Sunday it's a full you know fuel fuel race. Uh, Yeah, 200-kilometer race.
1: There's a lot of talk, Scott, in NASCAR about maybe shortening some of the race distances here. Obviously, leaving in place like Daytona 500 or the Coca-Cola 600, but maybe taking some of the 500-milers and going back because – everybody is like so you know short attention span these days everybody's looking at their smartphones was that kind of a calculated thing here for supercar series that you want to offer a broad spectrum but you want to it sounds like that the bulk of it is kind of keeping the races short distance i think the biggest thing is also
0: you know trying to increase the fan fan base as well bring new fans into it so you know people sometimes do get bored with the longer races and stuff because they don't understand what's going on yeah and and i think it is important to you know think about that um I, i think you know it was also yeah to be a little bit different, you know. It, it's it does does spice up the action when we we drivers when we know that we've only got twenty laps to, you know, make moves and we it definitely spices up the action. I think that that's definitely been a good thing. But I think as drivers we do prefer the longer races. It's a, you know a bit more strategy and you got more time to do things and. Uh, it's yeah, like I said, it's a happy medium. Try, medium trying to work out, you know, your
1: entertainment wise, and then you know what the drivers want, what the fans want, what you know teams want. Yeah, it's it's hard. We talked about Marcus Ambrose, but there have been some other supercar drivers that have come here that I don't know if they people know them as well. Yeah, they, yep. They've raced in expanding cup. Yeah, um, yeah. I met a couple of them actually. Owen Kelly, uh, Owen Kelly, yeah. and, and Paul Morris. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, they, yeah, they were guests of Dale Earnhardt Jr. At, yep. Uh, Daytona. Uh, this was like almost a decade ago now. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. kind of like hung out during a testing session that was a few weeks ahead of, of Speed Weeks, and they were both kind of interested. Is it not just Marcos, but guys like that who have raced over here and come back and kind of told people what it's like? Does that maybe increase the attraction of, of NASCAR for Absolutely. people? Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know Owen quite well, and obviously mm-hmm. Paul. and You know, Dale Jr. actually came out a few years ago and drove a supercar um, right, in, right. in Australia, so he was there with his spotted TJ, so I know him pretty well too. Whenever you see someone go abroad and, in Australia you know everyone takes notice everyone like you know it's it's a big step for someone you know to go across you know across the ditch and it's um, yeah it, it was something that we definitely took you know took on board and had a look at but I spoke to Owen about it and Paul and, and they said it was awesome and Owen was you know very close with Junior and he drove the Gibbs car for you know right. the 54 and Xfinity and that's something that you know you'd love to do as well. Like what he did, what he had going there was really cool. What did he tell you? What did he relay you about? What was difficult about doing this? He what just did his said appeal? He yeah. just said they race hard. Yeah. Like the, the boys have at it. You know, and yeah. and that's really cool. Um, and but he said also well, we do a lot of good good things in Australia, but we also could learn a lot off NASCAR and and vice versa. Huh. So it was um, it's quite interesting. But he said, man, you gotta get over here and have a go. It's it's really it's really cool. So is that in the cards Perhaps is that
1: part of the maybe? Video? Like, look, my yeah.
0: my focus is hundred percent on supercars um mm-hmm. and but you know at the end of the day if i do a good job in australia you know i'm sure and so, over time you know roger might allow me to do a test or something like that i'd love to just have a drive of the car you know see what see what it's like and you know i, I that, not saying i, I, I want to race it but i i you know, I'm not going to say no to an opportunity. Absolutely on a road course, or maybe on oval. Probably prefer a road course because it's probably a bit more e- like a bit more simpler sure. for me to learn. But sure. I'd love to try an oval too, just to see what it was like. You know, the same deal. It's a I'm a big fan of the sport, and um, it would be really cool to just see you know what I've been watching and, and see what it feels like in the in the driver's seat.
1: Have you gotten a chance to meet Joey or Brad yet? This yeah, week? I actually
0: yeah. just went. Uh, I haven't met Brad yet, but I, I went and uh, met Joey and and Ryan Blaney. Um, but Joey took me around on a pace car lap this morning oh okay cool yeah i was a bit of a backseat driver and whatever <laughs> but uh it was cool me and my girlfriend in there and it was uh, it was a lot of fun and, and we uh, had a really really good time
1: there's a kind of i guess bridge that gap scott i mean obviously it's team penske you guys are wearing mm-hmm. the same logo shirts and, mm-hmm. and uniforms that they are but that you're not in mooresville obviously the IndyCar team mm-hmm. the nascar team and now the sports car team all be under one roof and mm-hmm. you guys are kind of like a satellite operation does it feel good to sort of connect
0: yeah i feel like it definitely is but we also have a you know, we feel a lot like part of the team. Feel like we almost yeah. are in Mooresville um, They do a really good job at you know keeping everyone up to date. You know, the media guys and stuff over here. You know, provide everyone with the races and and whatever. And um, it's it's a it's a really cool thing. And, and to come here now to a track and you know people sort of knew who I was and and seen my face around and you know Todd uh, you know Joey's crew chief said good job and was asking me a few things about the car and and what they could relate that and what they could bring to these cars and it's it's. They're definitely keeping an eye on us, and 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 everyone knows, um, you know that we are part of the squad, and it's a really cool thing.
1: Has there been any chances yet for Morrisville to kind of connect with the the, the base in Australia, and you guys like maybe exchange information or? Oh yeah. yeah, I think
0: that we definitely use yeah we use each other a lot, you know, with uh, different types of things, um, studying ties or 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 whatever, you know, whatever it yeah. could be. But they 100, they and I think that's what's fast tracked, you know, Pensy's success in Australia is. You know, being able to use his resources over here as well Interesting. Um, but it's a, it's a it's a really cool uh, you know position to be in you know having been able to have like a big brother over here and um, you know use you know the resources that they have and and you know pretty much make it make our home
1: are you gonna get a chance to go to Mooresville uh, no on a future I've, trip or? I've been there before um,
0: but no probably not this trip but um, I'm sure I'll get over there sometime soon so but um, yeah just here for the race today and then uh, I'll catch up with RP he's here for the race and yeah we'll see what, what happens from there
1: we had another guest on this podcast who who's actually raced in supercars, uh, Max Pappas. Oh, yeah. I, I believe he made, I don't know if he made more than one or two starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. he said something that always stuck with me. He thinks the three purest forms of racing in the world are MotoGP, supercars, yeah. and NASCAR. Yeah, yeah And yeah. so I just wanted to get your reaction, your take on that. Is there, I don't know how much you know about MotoGP, too, but is there maybe a reason? Max Pappas says that it was sort of like the human spirit mm. that kind of bonded those three series i don't know is it is there something that you see in supercars that would make somebody like that say that and that maybe connects to what you've seen here at yeah, yeah, look,
0: that, that's pretty cool because max has done a lot of things yeah and the sport yeah, obviously and raced f1 and yeah absolutely well. yeah. so i mean um i don't know he thought that but it, i guess for us it's it's one big family in supercars we know like you know it's not as big as nascar and Mm -hmm. we could easily get eaten up by you know the change in costs and all that sort of stuff so we've got to think about you know the good things and um i I guess yeah like i said one big family something that you know we we look at for each other but we race hard and fair and it's something that's um i guess it's very uh uh, how do you say It's, it's it's a very um it's very professional but it is back to basics in some ways and i think you know when people come back here and see that it's go back down under it's pretty cool you obviously know the boys have at it term yeah. it sounds
1: like <laughs> is there an element of what we see in nascar sometimes of robberies and feuding but a sense of like you said family as well as a kind of absolutely it's
0: yeah. probably more so the family side we we definitely we're a bit more we're not as much boys have at it so yeah. we're quite we're, we're quite scrutinized in what we do and what and whatever but we we can still you know give back what something give back gives to us yeah. Um, but yeah it's I, I certainly like NASCAR in that regard how that you know <laughs> that, how they uh, if someone does something bad do you know that you can sort them out and I think that's fair you know and yeah. uh, it's um it's a really cool thing that you guys have still got well hope we get to see you maybe get to mix it
1: up yeah. over here and have some boys <laughs> out at it, NASCAR yeah, maybe, style maybe. in the future but in the meantime good luck with the rest yeah, of the season you. hope thanks. nothing weird happens at <laughs> Bathurst and <laughs> nah. thanks again for doing this appreciate it thanks man cheers thanks again to Scott McLaughlin for being a guest on the podcast. And thanks as well to Team Penske's Jeremy Troiano for coordinating the conversation. We will be back Wednesday with another edition of the NASCAR and NBC podcast presented by STP. Our guest will be Alex Bowman, who will be taking over for Dale Earnhardt Jr. next season in the number 88 Chevrolet in the Cup Series. I sat down with Alex last week at Hendrick Motorsports, and I really enjoyed talking with him and learning more about his background. I think you'll enjoy this. If you enjoy what you're hearing on the NASCAR NBC podcast presented by STP, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Audioboom, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find this one. Thanks again for listening to the NASCAR NBC podcast presented by STP. I'm Steve Latart, STP auto expert and former crew chief. I know what it takes to keep engines performing at their best. STP's latest breakthrough additive, STP Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner Plus Fuel Stabilizer, delivers three times the amount of cleaning agents versus premium gasoline and helps keep fuel fresh during storage. For over 60 years, STP has been on the cutting edge developing products to help engines run better, longer. One bottle contains three times by weight the amount of cleaning agents compared to 20 gallons of the leading premium gasoline. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean...